explain in concept in Hasidus what it means when other magicians sinned what this caused. And this has many, many levels of things that happened. And it wasn't that that was the source of the sin and that sort of came down in different, different levels. So I decided this week's the, 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 on the if you have the Chumash, the page in front of you, it's a very interesting Pasik. <clears throat> Tony says Yoimer Hashem, that's the verse thirteen. Yoimer Hashem Elakim Leishu. Ma Zois Usis, what did you do? But Toimer Isha Hanuchosh Hashiani, the snake loaded me. Yishani is a very difficult trans- word to translate. So he said, Nuchash hashi'ani, the Nuchash put a load on me, v'oichel, and I ate. Rashi says, hashi'ani means he put a load on me. Very interesting, the word used. Some learn hashi'ani means he made me big. Roshan Nesius, elevated, made me arrogant. But the Gemara has a different translation. Gemara says a very interesting Gemara. The Gemara says, Hashiani comes from the word of marriage. The Nochash sort of married Chava, a Nochash Hashiani, he married Chava, and the little boy Zuhama, and he put into Chava sort of a bad odor into the world. Now we all know. That this doesn't mean in a simple translation, the Gemara means. This really is a deep Kabbalistic thing because you don't get married, you know, to a snake. And if, if the snake was a spiritual thing, then you surely don't get married to a spiritual thing. The snake was also a physical thing and a spiritual thing. Don't call it even a non Jewish person getting married to a Jewish person. It's not called a marriage. What does marriage mean? So in Kabbalah, this has a very deep, but I will try to explain it in a very simple way. She brought down in many chassidists forum, and Nachman speaks about it, in many different chassidists it's explained. What it means, hashiani means, this is the opposite of the true marriage, which means there is a marriage, which is mitzad ha and there's a marriage, mitzad not kedusha. Sort of the snake represented the opposite of what the real uh, holiness of a marriage that can be. That's what the snake really. <clears throat> that means, well, we'll uh, see from the lesson that the snake represent, represents the Yitzhahara. And the Yitzhahara did to us his Zuhama, what he gave to the human after the sin, he caused a bad marriage, sort of to say. So to say a person is stuck in a bad marriage, sort of to say. Now, to explain this, and, and the, the 
Balamikibolam bring a very, very interesting thing on the word Hashiani. The word Hashiani means, you take the word Hashiani, it says Yesh Ani. Take the words, Hashiani is made out of two words. You rearrange the letters, it's Yesh Ani. It's all about me. It's me. Ani Yesh, it's Yesh Ani. And I'll explain in how has a deep word, also how this relates to us, between us and Hashem. But as a human being, if a person is very selfish and only thinks about themselves, there is no marriage. So the marriage of the Yetzirah is a very self-centered thing. It's like what you can do for me. I was waiting, thinking about myself, never thinking about another person, but the snake, brought a Ruach Tumah, and the Tumah means you're always preoccupied with yourself. The self, you know, like uh, thinking, what, I, what could happen to me? Such a marriage, even in a husband, a wife, a friend, or anyone is, is it turns out will be a disaster. A healthy marriage is what I could do for the other person, what the other person could do for me, what, uh, you know, how I can relate to my children or to my friends, how can I cheer them up? When a person has to be for someone, not all about yourself. So, but the, sort of the, the, the Chava says to Hashem, the Nochash loaded me on with this selfishness, the self-centered, because once we, we sinned, we become very, very thinking about ourselves. That's Yesh Ani. That's why this sort of is a zuhama, has a bad smell. Smell in, in, in Kabbalah always represents a spirituality. It's not only physically in person to another person, even emotionally. You know, you, you always have to be taken care of emotionally. It's not about the other person, it's always about your pain. And in a deeper sense, which is a very deep, this is the same thing what we have with Hashem. Most of us, our relationship with Hashem is always what He can do for us. It's never what I can do for Hashem. No one says, you know, Rosh Hashanah, always point this out, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, people come to shul, and the main focus is what He can do for me. I want a good year, and I have a list of things to ask Him, to pray, and to cry. It's always about me. How about one time saying, Hashem, what can I do for you? See, the... the the, what happened with the snake was he caused us to be self-absorbed, self-focused, between a man and his wife, a wife and a man, and the children, and between us and Hashem. We never, no one ever thinks, you know, how can I make Hashem happy? We always think about it, I better daven, otherwise something's going to happen to me. I better, you know, learn, I better do the right thing, because I don't want doom to happen to me. But not saying, like, I can do something to Hashem. You know, forget about the I. That was the Nochash Hashiani. And in a much deeper way, in a, in a very deep Hasidus, there's another uh, uh, explanation. If you take the name of Adna Hashem, the name Adna, this is the way you pronounce the name of Hashem, Aleph, Dalid, Nun, Yud. You take an Aleph and a Dalid, that's the name of Hashem. You take out the Dalit. When you take out the Dalit, it becomes Ani. You understand? So you have, you have the letters Aleph, Dalit, 
Nun, Yud, you just take out the Dalit, it's all about me. And the same thing when you take the Shein, <coughs> Dalit Yud is also the name of Hashem. One of the names of Hashem is Shakai. You take out the Dalit, that becomes Yesh. So when you take out the two Dalits of these two names of Hashem, it becomes Ani Yesh, Hashi Ani. It's all about me and the Yesh. Now, to explain the two names of Hashem over here, <clears throat> the name Abner represents that we accept the Rebbein Shalom as our master. It, it, that we, he is our master, we worship him. When you take out the Dalet, Dalet in Chassidus represents Malchus, being responsible. You take out the Dalet, it becomes, you become not responsible. You know, people who are not responsible always think about themselves. In order to be married, in order to raise a family, in order to, to take a job, and you have to be responsible for others. When you take out the Dalit, which means that you, and, and there's a blemish in the Malchus, that means the, the responsibility of a person got blemished. And that means you don't take care of others, all your busy is with yourself. Because Dalit represents, I am in charge and taking care of another person, taking care of my wife, taking care of my husband, taking care of the Torah. The Dalit is taken out, then it becomes all about me. And because the more person is responsible, the more giving he is, the more he's there. So but this is not just between us and human, between us and Hashem too. When the Malchus is missing, because all we think is about ourselves. I'll do the mitzvahs, but uh, what is there for me? I'll do this mitzvah, I'll give this to Docker, I'll daven his, I'll come to Minyan, I'll, give, I'll help others, but deep down it's always you try to think what is it for me. Because when the less responsible you are, and of course this has many, many levels, but when a person becomes less responsible, he, more, he thinks about himself. The less you think about yourself, the more responsible you are. That's also between a husband and a wife, and between a wife and a husband, and between us and Hashem. The more you don't think about what he could do for me. You know, what is this in for me? I'm going to daven, I'm going to learn, and I'm going to do the right thing. Thinking, how can I help the Shechina? How can I help Hashem, the Shechina, the Kedusha to be elevated? What can I do for the sake of Hashem? So this is such a far removed idea for most people because we never think in those terms. But a true relationship you have with someone is not only what the person can do for you. You say, now what can I do for you? What can I do for Hashem? When the Dalit was taken out of the Adna, <clears throat> that's what happened. Happened was we became selfish. The, the Isha told the Hashem, the Hanukha Shashiani made me into a selfish, irresponsible pe- person. <clears throat> this is a very, very a, a powerful thing because there's another thing to this to understand, which when a person is this way, self-absorbed, usually these people always blame everyone for their problems. They're never at fault. Selfish people who don't know how to be responsible always blame others. And they're very unhappy. And it works together. A person who helps others or giving to others are much happier. A person who doesn't give to others is a lot less happier. So again, so the first thing that happened with the name of Hashem, with the Dalit which represent Malchus, you know, to explain this in a more 
And another uh, way to, to understand what this means, when Adam and Chava ate from the tree, what they did was they rebelled against Hashem. They took off the yoke of Hashem from themselves. So they says, we're not listening. We violated what we're supposed to listen. That caused in them this great blemish. So the first thing is, they already thought about themselves. And the truth is, the way many of the commentaries in the Chumash explain, when Chava saw the tree, all she did is think about herself. It's so sweet. It is Nachmanayim. The Torah goes into great detail. It's so attractive. It's so good. What is attractive? What does it good mean? What is so sweet about it? It's all that I could fulfill my desires. Not thinking of the ramifications. Not thinking about someone else. If Chava would have stopped and thought a little bit, you know what? What am I doing? I mean, I'm just fulfilling my own desires. It would have been, the world wouldn't have been such a disaster. I mean, the fact is that when the Yetzirah comes, it's always tries to make a picture and you become very selfish. You want to fulfill your needs, so to say. You don't think about Hashem. You don't think about others. It's all, all you're trying to fulfill. This is how the Yetzirah, I mean, she did it. And she gave all the marriage. She ate it. What she did was brought this pagam onto us. And what we suffer is that we became very self-absorbed. It's all about me. That's, and that's why we have such a hard time relating to Hashem. Because the malchus was blemished. Meaning to say, we don't think about Hashem. Very few people get up in the morning and say, you know, what can I make Hashem happy today? You know... Very few people get up in the morning and say, how can I make my spouse happy today? Most people get up in the morning and things just run. You don't think, how can I do something to surprise my family, to do something good? See, we are busy with ourselves. Sometimes we're mature enough to know that we can't be so selfish, we better help others, otherwise we're not. No one thinks in this term, and especially coming to Hashem. Maybe I should daven today, not for me. I should daven that the Shechina should be redeemed of the Golos. Hashem means that we should be taken out of Golos because the Kavayochel, the Rebbeinu Shlaim is crying that we're in Golos. We are so far removed. That is what Malchus in the Chesidus is explained always. As the Shechina begalisa, the Shechina is in Golos. Meaning to say we don't feel for the Shechina that what we can do for it. That is well made. There's another thing which the Malchus was blemished. You know, every person, I always say, I say this, I like to say over this story, a few years ago, someone came to me in Shabbos, and he told me a very interesting story. He said to me that he, it was the winter, it's about five years already now, and he says to me that the manager of a computer place who was religious, became not religious, told him, I don't want you to leave early. I know exactly where the shki is. I was religious. You could walk home from here. I don't want you to go home. You could walk home 10 minutes. You get home by the shki. There's nothing you have to do. Told it to him Friday, you know, by lunchtime. He quit on the spot. I was like, wow. Anyways, his wife was pregnant. She was due any day, any hour. And he had telling me to violate Shabbos this way, absolutely, even though it wasn't 100% violation, he's going to walk, finish. I remember speaking to him, Hashem, Hashem helped him, then the story helped him more than he could imagine, but it hit me then how often people are willing to keep Shabbos, They'll, they don't have no idea how they're going to live, but to make sure Shabbos, 
come Shabbos, we cut corners. Muktzah, we're not going to be so careful. And, you know, it can't be Muktzah, and it can't be so bad. We'll keep Shabbos, and we'll put up the blech, and we'll do everything. But sort of, we like to cut corners. People keep the house and mishpacha. They'll do it. But, you know, maybe, you know, the details. What is it? Why is this in many things? People bench. Comes to brachas. Maybe they don't make a bracha before. We always like sort of to, to, to cut corners, I, call it, I always call it. And the reason is because the malchis was blemished. In us, as the Tanya explains it in all the chesidish but there is our soul is made of different spheres. Just like someone, we have we have a weak spot in our soul. Our weak spot is being responsible. That means we do we do it, but we don't do it to to every t. You know, we like to cut corners, and it's amazing in every way, and even in relationship, people will do everything for the spouse, but always cut a corner. Maybe it's always a yitzharah sort of to cut corners. Because the malchus, the, the, what we have in ourself to be responsible, has a blemish, has a weak, weak point to it. And that keeps us to the responsibility thing really that we need to do. That's why, again, when the, when the, the name of Hashem Adna means the, the dollar was taken out and it became all about us. All about yourself. So the first thing is to remember how to be with others. Now you'll understand an amazing thing. Avram Avini was come, came down to the world, as the Rizal explains, to Misakin, Avram Yitzchanyan came down together to make the world a tikkun. The world should have a tikkun. And Avram and Yitzchak Yaakov together, they re, sort of refinished the world that with all the messed up, they're going to fix. Furish Medish. The Medish asked a very interesting question. Why was not Avram other Mauritian? If Avram was just a tzaddik, the Medish says he should have been other Mauritian. So the Medish says, do you know why? Hashem says, I need Avram to be sack in the world. Oh, they messed up, and I knew in my plans, I need someone, a backup, sort of, someone to... Uh, so what was the first thing Avram Avini did? Is to do kindness, to think about others. The first thing we know about Avram Avini, he had a, a, a tent, four doors, and he invited everyone into for lunch. What was the goal of this? To be giving to others. Don't think about yourself all the time. Because that's the ticking, the first ticking of Chetud Marishan. Chetud Marishan, the sin comes because you think about yourself. Well, as I explained, Chavo saw it's beautiful, it's so nice to eat, and she was self-absorbed. And the Chet itself brought us a terrible self-centered selfishness into us. So the first thing Avram Avini did to Mesach in the world, to be giving. You know, we, we don't even appreciate this. I say this often, is because recently someone explained to me in India is a country where people not only believe that you're not allowed to help the poor. You don't allowed to help someone. This is a funny system because, you know, we live in a you know, we brought up this way that of other, you you know, someone's in trouble, someone needs help, someone needs this. People give tzedakah all the time. It's just part of our fiber of being a Jewish person is to help others and to give tzedakah. Here, you know, this is because that's the first thing is to be kind and chesed, is not to think about yourself all the time. It's the first thing Avraham Avini did. Second thing Avraham Avini did is to show the greatness of Hashem and this God in the world. So let me explain 
The word Shein Dalet Yud is the name of Hashem. So Rashi explains that Shakai, the name of Hashem means, Rashi explains, what does that name, every name of Hashem means something. Moshe, the name Adna means he's our master. Shem Havai means he was, is, and will be. And he created the world from the beginning of time in his time and end of time. He's all over. The Shem Shakai means die. That means I, the God, is enough God for myself. It's enough. I don't have to look for any other things. You know, many people think I have to find other things to, to fulfill me. Hashem is great. Your relationship with Hashem is so great spiritually. You don't have to find other avodizores and other things to fill fill yourself up. That means every person get connected to Hashem and fill up sort of the whole that the soul seeks and longs for to have a relationship with Hashem. And when other magicians sinned, he sort of looked for other things. He said, what, what, did, what was the sin was? He said, I see the tree, and what did the Nochesh tell, tell the other Mechava? This tree you eat and you could create worlds. You'll be just like God. And if you know this message, the message says, that Adam and Chava, Chava mainly was fooled by the snake. The snake tells Chava, do you know that Hashem ate from the tree and he was a, became a creator? He doesn't want you to eat from the tree. He doesn't want competition. He want, doesn't want. He wants to be the only creator. So sort of, you want to be a creator. You want to be sort of like a, a avodizara, seems like a god or something, some a deity. That means she pulled herself away from believing in, in, the, in Hashem is the only creator. That was the Pagam of the Shin Daladid, and it was taken out of Dalad. And Dalad was taken out, became Yesh. It's like everything is. The, the yesh means, as the Tanya explains and the Nachman explains, Yesh means you pulled yourself away from Hashem. I am on my own. I could exist without Hashem. I this. You know, I pulled, like a person could pull away from someone, I don't need you anymore. We pulled away from Hashem. I don't need sort of Hashem. That's why the taken out to be Avram, he brought faith into the world. Avram was the beginning of the taken. What did Avram do? Brought continuously. There's a God who created us, who made us, who sustains us. When he gave the lunch, the Medrash says, he wasn't a free lunch. You know, we all know in America there's no free lunch. So what do you think in the lunch? He said, after he ate, do you know who gave you the lunch? Do you know there's a creator, made them aware, someone who created the world, who makes the world? And you know, in, in reality, one of the most silliest things for human beings is to believe that the world was done by itself. But still, many scientists who are supposed to be bright have this, have this enormous foolishness that the, the chances are that, that, that a human being should be done by itself is, is unbelievable high numbers that it could happen. Still people like, a, you know, someone should tell you that you have a clock. And where did I get this clock? I tell you how I got it. I dug down a, a thousand miles into the ground and out came a clock exactly this way with the batteries and the you know the numbers and happened to be the right time too. You look at him is totally out of his mind. But our one one eye or just a few cells of our body is more complex than this clock. 
And, but it's such a foolishness in us that the chet of Odomerishin caused that by eating the food, that there is like we doubt it. We doubt the existence of the Creator. The chances are that, you know, people have asked me often, what is, you know, people busy, what's it called, another life? What is it called? Extra? Yeah, and always ask me, is there another life? And, you know, every, the Rebani Shloinam, I probably think, that I'm not so, I don't think I'm so self-centered. Maybe there's another world that Rebani Shloinam made. But you have to remember that by the chances of the, the, to happen such a thing is boggles the mind, but the Rebani Shloinam could do anything. The fact that the world stands the way it turns on its axis, and how close it's to the sun, how far from the sun, and how there's water and there's air, it, it, it is unbelievable. The more you think about it, the more awesome it is. Still, there's such a foolishness in the world where, well, you know, unfortunately, some of us, are, you know, no one would ever believe that that orange juice found, was found under the ground and just came out. But uh, humans, people like, still think maybe it's somehow remote possible. That's the foolishness. And that foolishness came from Chet Udomarishin. And the first thing that um, um, what Avraham Avini did, not only was he chesed, but he wanted Masak, and the second Dalit was to bring Hashem to make it a real thing. That we are connected to Hashem, we only exist because of the will. We, are, we exist today because Tao is the will of Hashem. It would not be the will of Hashem, he wouldn't exist. And, and, and the way he made us, the way he connected us, and the way we, we exist in every millions of ways, that is the two dollars of, 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 of Hashiani. Because when you take the two dollars out, the Malchus fell, fell into Golas. And to bring the Malchus out, we need two things, to be kind. The, the first exercise you should always do for yourself, what can I do to make my spouse happy today? What can I do to make someone else happy? And what can I do to make Hash today? Something for Hashem. But while thinking about myself, maybe my mincha today will be, I want to that mincha, maybe it's going to sort of bring the shechina back. Bring some happiness, Kavayocha, for the shechina. Bring the klal yisrael and habala. Not about yourself. The second without mincha, we think right away, oh, wait a minute, I hope this mincha is going to make my luck better. You know what I mean? This should work out better. I hope this mincha, you know, the next business deal is going to work out. It's like, it's always about us. Always about me. Maybe once you say, how can I daven and do something for the sake of Hashem? This is, this is in our system. We are, you know, we are just sometimes smarter and more educated and understand that we can't have a relationship will be self-centered. But we are self-centered. We are busy thinking of ourselves. First and foremost is always your own feelings and own needs. And the trick is, the ticking for this is to be giving. People, that's why people who are married are much more responsible. Someone told me that he, he, he does the human resources in a big company. We know that married people are much more responsible. Nothing. He said, told me a very profound thing recently, he said to me. We know that it's the difference between being married and just living with a girlfriend. A married man or a married lady is much more responsible. What does it help than at the job to be much more responsible? Sort of, they take, this is statistically shown. Because that's what it, when a person, a person who is married, has children, has to think about the, the others. They teach us to think about them. And the more you do think about them, the more you become. 
The same way we have to do with Hashem. It's not don't think about yourself all the time. How we have to sort of think how we can help the Rebbeinu Shleim as a nation, as to bring up the Shechina from the Golas. So that's why, you'll understand now, why Avram was busy with these two things. Avram was busy with, uh, with uh, sort of to break Chesed. The Amud Chesed was Avram. We say by Avram, I mean he did the kindness. He, the first great we learn is from Avraham because not to be selfish and the second thing we see Avraham when he brought faith into the world because you know we sort of pulled away from the Rabbani Shalom and we denied sort of the Shem the, uh, the, you know <clears throat> Rabbani Shalom asked Udamarishan he asked him where are you so Udamarishan thought that he could hide the word Ayeku you don't, t- when I'm looking at someone, I don't have to say, where are you? Oh, you're sitting right here. Hashem asked Odom Yaku. So again, the Chassidish don't explain, because when you ask someone, where are you? Meaning to say, the other person thinks, I don't know where they are. You know, like, you know, it's sort of an inclination, like, you know, I don't know where you are. Odom sort of, with the head came down a cloud where he thought he could hide from Hashem, sort of to say. Sort of like, like, you know, Shem is not uh, all over, sort of to say. And the truth is, he made the Shechina leave the world. That's what happened, as, as the Chesid Shishon bring down. That he made us, one. that's the reason why we have such a hard time to having a relationship with Hashem. I always say this to people. If you talk about loving Hashem, either you are about Shuva or Flaky or both. And lately people tell me, oh, you sound like Shlomo Kalbach. You know, loving Hashem is like, um, you know, who talks about loving Hashem? This is uh, because the, it's very hard to be close to Hashem because sort of the Shechina is not with us. And the more you dive the more you learn, you so bring in, you could start loving. Or the Mauritian with the sin sort of pushed it away. Pushed it. That's why it says, Anochosh Hashiani. That's the, the interesting concept of Anochosh Hashiani. So, just to... To, to try to explain this deep concept. What we learn from this POSIC, from this thing, is two things. First, don't, the less selfish you are, the better person you are. We are naturally have, a, we have a wedding of a snake in us. If the snake put us in a zuhama, a smell, that smell is the opposite of a good marriage. The opposite of a good marriage is to be self-centered. That's what the Nochesh wants us to be. The Yitzhara says, think about yourself, don't think about others, be self-absorbed, and, and don't care about anyone. The, the opposite of the snake is that we should think about others, should give to others, should invite people, do chesed, do in a charity. And the same thing in the second part is how we should not be removed from Hashem. Because part of the Nochesh did is that we are not close to Hashem. Very few people get, you know, say, you know, I just miss you, Hashem. You know, we don't get up and say, you know, Hashem, I really miss you. You know, lately I haven't been close to you. You know, that doesn't even cross us, unfortunately. That takes, because that's the sort of the, the zuhama of the snake pushed us away and we don't even feel it. <clears throat> that's one part I want to explain. The second part to, to this... <clears throat> In the Chet it says, <coughs> this Hashem says to Chava, <coughs> when after he's in the Eva 
Oshiz bein chobeinu ishu. That this posse was said to um, to the snake. Eva means there will be a. Eva is a very difficult word to translate. That the posik, if you look in the posik 15, Tesvav, Eva means hatred, angry, you know. It's a, you know, I know that always they try to translate it in different ways, but Eva is a very, very powerful word. It means it's going to be a, a terrible negativity between us. What happened with the snake? Thank you. <clears throat> what happened with the snake was he brought into us an incredible negativeness. I have often challenged people, go watch people. I, I'll say the story, I've said it so often. Just over 20 years ago, I went to Disneyland and I wasn't feeling well. And I dropped off my children and I sat outside. And there's a big sign outside of Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. And as I was sitting there watching the people, I didn't see anyone smile. From hundreds of people, I'm not exaggerating. I only saw, honestly, only if it was a young boyfriend with a girlfriend standing there and being smiling. And really, they were not smiling about this, and then they were smiling about probably each other's company. But you saw people coming with the children, nervous and carrying things and all tensed up. Did you see any happy faces? Most people, most of the time, are not happy for no valid reason. This is very important to understand. People always think there's a valid reason they're not happy. People always, if only my business deal and this would work out, that then I'll be smiling. Truthfully is, it doesn't work that way. Truthfully is, to happiness, you have to work. It's a if dies Hashem besimcho. You literally have to work. That came, the Zoya says, from the curse that Chava got. The Ava, there's a terrible Ava, negativeness. We are much quicker to criticize than to compliment. Much easier to be annoyed and then to appreciate. And I always tell this to people, the day that you're going to compliment your spouse as much as you criticize, you'll be a great spouse. And the day you compliment her, your spouse with the same passion you criticize her, you'll be a great, great spouse. We are much, much, much quicker to notice the things that don't work out than things that do work out. Very, very critical. That comes from the curse that the Ava. There was a terrible Ava. That Ava means a negativeness and anger. And I never, I, I, as I jokingly tell people, no one ever said he has to go to a therapist to, to teach him how to scream and to be angry. I don't know how to be angry. I don't know how to pout. I don't know how to make a tantrum. Two-year-olds know how to do it. Anyone has young children who had young children and children grow up, they know how to do it at six months or eight months. When they're two-year-olds, they are experts already. They know how to just put on a tantrum and drive the parents up a wall. And, and you know, but happiness, we don't see like sort of to say, child will come home and say, mom, can you please serve me dinner? That would be music to our ears. You know, to be, you know, I know, mom, you're busy, but I'm so hungry. Can you please give me something to eat? Mom, what's for dinner? Why are you late? We all, we all are that way. It's not children. We adults are much more negative. That comes also from the Chetu, the Marishan. And that is a, another work that we need to work. 
We need to work. This is work that we have to do to, to make ourselves a better person. We have to work not to be selfish. We have to work to be happy. And it, it's amazing how these two things work together. People who are responsible are much more happier. Happier people are easier to be responsible. It works hand in hand. People who are, who are whatever name they give them, narcissistic names, whatever names they give these, are usually unhappy. People walk around thinking the victimized are irresponsible and always ask others for handouts and always unhappy and always just fetching about the whole world around them. Happy people are much, it works together. Being responsible are usually happier people. Not always, but it works in, this, in sort of in a, a correlation together. That's why the Ava what was, was a terrible thing the Chet brought down. <clears throat> you know, the Zoe says another very, very profound thing. Ava is Gematria 24. Take the numerals of Ava, Aleph, Yud, they say, it turns out to be 24. It says when the Hashem brought Chava to Odomerishon, Vaviyeyu el Odom. So the Balaturim, it's also based on the Zoe, says it's also 24. That means when Chava was brought to Odomerishon, you know, many of the Svardim still do it, they have 24 pieces of jewelry. You know, uh, my wife told me she was once at a Sadish wedding, and it was a whole ceremony about this, 20, counting the 24. It's a medrash. Really, this was a medrash. Medrash says the 24 pieces of jewelry. Doesn't mean, I always tell people, you know, Chava did not need jewelry. Nor did she have a chandelier. She had no one to compete with. You know, when you have what to compete with, then you need chandelier, you need jewelry. It meant a spiritual thing that a bunch of Chava. And the spiritual thing means everything was in a positive way. There was happiness, self-contentness. It's divided in 24 different parts. It's built on the name, name of Hashem. It's a whole great land. But it meant there was enormous energy of just positiveness. That means, like, you know, instead of seeing the world is, you know, the cup is half full, there was optimistic and, and pushing yourself and being happy and not being critical and not kvetchy. It was an enormous positive way. And the truth is, I always tell young people that, you know, when a, when a, when a couple, when the people are more positive, the relationship is much easier. Negative people have a very difficult relationship. And all due respect, I tell my, tell my children when they go making shidduch, make sure the person has a happy disposition. People have the disposition, have an easier life. The life has always its surprises and always has difficulties and always will. But the bottom line, happy people ha have a much easier time because they have a happy disposition. Chava was blessed in beginning with his 24 positive attributes. Unfortunately, when the sin came, the Ava Osis, the Rebbe put an Ava, put a negative, negative. That's why we are so quickly negative. It's unusual to be positive. Anyone who's positive is only for one reason. He worked or she worked on it conscientiously. When I was young, I used to watch this. I used to ask people are happy. I always found wow, that people are happy was a conscientious decision. I did not do a scientific survey. I just remember when I was preoccupied when I was young with this. And I remember asking people, like, why are you happy? I always found they made it a point to be happy. No one was born with a happy bone. You know, it's amazing. 
Today in America, today in the world, depression became a illness. It is an illness. People suffer from depression. Happiness never, never hurt someone. He's too happy. He's got to take medicine to calm down. He's just full of life. He's too much full of life. Because the truth is, we are made to be happy. Originally, we are made to be happy. That's it's not an illness. Depression is not part of us. That came after the chet. That drags us down. So, in order to come back, people are giving, again, are more happy. People are happy, are giving. People are angry, usually are not. In, let's face it, we're in an angry mood, we're not in the mood of giving. And we are annoyed, we're not in the most giving mood. And physically, emotionally, spiritually. So this is what really Avraham Avini did. The first thing he did was to teach us to do chesed, to be giving, and you know to uh, to bring down Malchi Shemaim. <clears throat> Any questions before I go on? Yes. Not this question people have asked me, let me repeat the question. Often people are giving and sort of the, uh, it's called martyr, martyr, and uh, they don't even think of themselves, and the end they resent it. I never have a problem if someone is a big giver and does things, but what I find sometimes these people, then they resent it. They like really are giving, giving, not because they want to be giving. They think because I'm so giving, underneath, I hope you're going to just, you know, give everything that I need. Usually I find that people have this attitude, martyr, means they'll do everything and they're not going to run the show and then all of a sudden they get so hurt because they expected something and they're really not doing it for the sake of giving. Because the truth is, there's a truth that she says, first you have to take care of yourself. You can't, can't neglect yourself. You know, if a, if, if a mother or father neglects their health, they can't be giving for the children. First, you've got to be, be good with yourself. You ate lunch, you feel good, you have a good night's rest, and now you could be giving. But if a person becomes a martyr, it's really underlying that they expect great miracles, ultra, I said, ultra motive. And that's why, it, that's why it has always a negative you know, we, uh, it's hard to get along with someone who's a martyr because they expect too much. I don't have to help those people, but a person should be aware that the, the thing that helps a person is the self-awareness. As soon as you become aware of what you're doing, it's much easier. Same with, as soon as you realize, I'm not the most giving person, that would help a person to start be giving. As soon as a person realizes, I don't think about my spouse the first thing. I always think about myself the first thing. You know, I, I try to explain it. I always tell this to my children. Whenever you look at the picture, who is the first one you're going to look at? Yourself. That's the first thing. Shows how we are. First moment, we want to see how, how we are. That's natural. We are that way naturally. The trick is now, okay. How can I be there for my spouse, for my children, for Hashem? Because naturally, we are that way. The trick is also to be there for someone, not have an accounting firm. You know, I got out of bed three times to feed the baby. I expect this, is a plus, you know. That's why, you know, the models who have this always, like, uh, expect uh, who knows what. Uh, 
Any other questions? So, you know, about faith, I want to explain this because uh, we'll start talking about it next time we we'll talk about it in much deeper form. You know, one of the, the, Avram not only brought chesed, he also showed the first and the foremost thing as a Jew, you have to have faith. Because whatever you build afterwards is only about as strong your faith is. As much as I believe that Shabbos is important, not so much I'll keep Shabbos. If there's a, a tiny infraction of my faith, so the Shabbos is not going to be kept. As much as I believe that a bunch of the world, that's how much I'll awe I'll have from him. The, the, the Amuna is also called in the Zoe the Malchus, meaning to say without faith you cannot be responsible. The only reason you could be responsible someone because you know this is what's important to do. We must have faith. And the faith gets fed by continuous talking about it. You have to say, I believe in Hashem and think about Hashem and show how incredible. And the truth is every person in their life is they owe so many things. It's just incredible is. We just don't pay attention. We just ignore it. But in reality, every person in their and they watch how Hashem, and you could just take time when you daven and think about the incredible greatness of the universe and how Hashem literally takes care of you. The more you talk about it, the more you think about it, the more you faith you have. But faith is very, very important because you're only a devoted Jew as much faith as you have. If I really believe in Hashem, the stronger I believe in Hashem, the more you push yourself. In, in every deal and everything, if someone should tell you this deal is gonna make you a lot of money, I mean, you work on the deal, you know, you're gonna borrow money, you're gonna drive it with us just to give you money to make the deal. The reason you don't do it because I'm not convinced that deal is such a good deal. I'm not gonna put all my eggs in the basket there. Maybe it's not such a good deal. I have to be careful. So in everything in life works that way. In faith is also the more faith you have, then you then you know that this. Keeping this mitzvah is so important. Not to touch muktzah. It's not just Shabbos. It's important. Shoimadigir is important. Making brachas is important. You know that every detail is important. And it takes time. It really takes time to have moon. And the only way to strengthen a person's amunah, that really, that comes strictly from what's his name? Davening. Davening, when you're down with kavona, you sort of make Hashem a reality. Most of the day we're busy with everything else, not with Hashem. I mean, as soon as you leave davening, you're busy with hundreds of things. It's, it's, that's all it is. You're busy with the business, you're busy with your, with your family. We are busy. So in order to, to have the davening is strong, then there's called a reshima, there's a leftover, makes a roshim that stays with the person, the davening, and he davens that, you should remember there's a, there's a Shem in the world. And the truth is, davening is the only thing how we have a relationship with Hashem. Just like Lahavdal, you spend time with your spouse and your children, that's the relationship. Lahavdal, the thing that we, davening, is we spend, that is the relationship we have with Hashem. That's why you notice the biggest yetzahara for from people is, is davening. They, they could keep Shabbos, they could keep everything. Comes to davening, they're always late. And always leave early, and always schmooze with the davening. You know, no one says, you know, I can't wait for mincha. 
I never heard that anyone says, you know, I can't wait for Mincha davening. Usually is, you know, we gotta, we have to daven Mincha. Gotta get it over with. Quick. You know, we gotta get it over with. Lunch, you don't say, we gotta get over lunch. You know what I mean? Come on, let's do it quickly. You know, let's sit down, let's uh, enjoy lunch. And unfortunately, the davening is the one that really connects us to Hashem, and that is the biggest gates harder for from people that uh, to connect us to Hashem. Okay, any other questions? All right, I just want to thank uh, Rabbi Wolf for giving me this opportunity. Yeah, okay. Sorry, the Bible 